0: When I was a kid, I used to want to be a professional wrestler. I loved watching wrestling. Uh, When I was in third grade, uh, we would go eat lunch and we would come back after eating square pizza and drinking chocolate milk and we would be all hyper and we would have these these wrestling matches. In fact, my sister would make cardboard wrestling belts. She would put glitter all over them. And I was part of the tag team champions in the third grade. And we were having a battle one day after lunch and I snuck a foreign object in. It was my spitball pencil that I I used to, to create havoc in the classroom. And I was gonna spit a spitball on my opponent, Joe, who was pinned down on the ground. And when I did, he kicked the pencil and it went up my throat. It cut the inside of my throat and I had to go to the hospital and uh, ended my wrestling career. Uh, We were no longer allowed to, uh, to have these battles. Um, so later, you know, as I, I, I grew older and got more mature, there, there were just new battles that, that, I, I, that I took up, that I enjoyed. Sports was a, a constant love for me, and it's not unusual for kids to love uh, fights, for kids to love wrestling, for kids to play Xbox games that have to do with shooting, uh, for uh, kids to love sports, uh, for some to, to love hunting. We're, we're made for battle. We're made for battle. And in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul concludes this incredible letter by reminding us of the most important battle, that there is a, a wrestling match that is described in verse 12 that is not against flesh and blood, but it's a spiritual battle. It's, it's spiritual wrestling. And we need to see the importance of this battle, and we need to learn how to fight well in this battle. And so we're going to look at it together in this final session. One thing to note is Paul talks about putting on the armor of God. He, he talks about the uh, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, and so on, is that these elements are, actually appear in the Old Testament, uh, like in the book of Isaiah, where Isaiah talks about the Messiah, the coming Messiah, will, will wear these particular pieces of equipment. And I think that's important because throughout this study on our identity in Christ, we've been talking about the need to, to put on Christ, as Paul says in chapter 4, that we, we, we wear these new clothes, our, our, our identity is in Christ. And so it is here too, as, as Paul's talking about the armor of God, it's like we put on the Messiah. We realize that we are in Christ that Jesus has already won the most important battle through his death and resurrection. And now there's this sort of mop-up operation going on in which we have to now fight against the principalities and powers of the air, or the, the evil one and all of his hosts. Um, but we are in Christ. We can, we can fight with confidence. You know? We can fight as, as victors and not as victims. We, we can fight successfully because of what Jesus has done for us and who we are in Christ. And so it's important to keep that in mind as we, as we think about this, this, this battle that's going on. Paul identifies several important aspects of this battle, and, and one thing to just note is that the battle is, is constant. He says this, this battle is spiritual, and it's a battle that we're just going to have uh, throughout our lives. We, we're wrestling present tense all the time against the evil one. There's, there's a real enemy. Now, I know when you, when you, when you hear demon or devil, you, you tend to distance yourself from from that conversation because I often think other people think you know the demonic is is really operating in the realm of like terrorists or 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 some other dramatic display of evil and I do believe the devil is at work in those areas but it's interesting when you read the New Testament how the devil is often associated with things like anger so in Ephesians 4 Paul relates anger to the work of the devil in James, chapter 3, James says that selfish ambition and jealousy are demonic. So if you have a jealousy problem, a selfish ambition problem, then you need to see the, the influence of the evil one within that. To pastors in 1 Timothy 3, Paul says that you can be puffed up with conceit and, and you can give a, a, the devil a foothold, right? Because of, of your pride. Pride is related to the work of the devil. In 1 Timothy 4, the devil's related to false teaching. And so you need to see the, the presence of the evil one is not just in these, these, these terrorist attacks, though, they, though it is, though, though that is evil, um, but in relationships within a church, within a family. Uh, and so we, we need to realize behind arguments, behind conflicts, uh, behind disagreements can really be the presence of the evil one trying to divide the people of God, trying to divide families, and so on. And so now the question is, what do we do about it? Well, Paul says in this text that that there's basically an internal uh, element to this battle. He says in verse 10 that we, we have to be